The city of Melbourne in Australia has just become the world's longest lockdown city on the planet. The Delta strain of the COVID virus now threatens jobs and the health of people everywhere. In the USA, COVID-19 has now killed more than 700,000 souls. Around the world, millions have died. As we stay at home or venture out to work, we all have our own private anxieties and concerns. Friends near and far are sending questions. Here to light a candle of hope and truth is Pastor John Carter to answer questions from friends. Thank you, Wayne, and thank you for joining us today. You're, you're just a great audience. I have the greatest supporters around the world, and I just want to thank you for being one of my special friends on the Carter Report. Uh, let me read you a passage here that's going to do you lots and lots of good. Psalm 46, verses 1 to 3. God is our refuge and strength. Very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Did you hear this? We will not fear. Even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, we will not fear. We will not fear sickness. We will not fear death. Hebrews 13 says, I will never leave you or forsake you. I will never leave you or forsake you. If God is with us, then nothing can touch us for which God has not provided a satisfactory solution. Am I denying Christ when I visit the doctor and use medications? Now, this is a, a very important question. As you know, I'm an Adventist Christian. And the Adventist Church operates around the world one of the biggest health care systems uh, that you'll find anywhere. In fact, in the United States of America, it is the largest Protestant, non-for-profit healthcare system. That's in the whole of the United States of America. So we believe in the healing arts. We believe in medications and we believe in operations and we believe in hospitals. Now what I'm going to say now is of immense importance. The blood of Jesus Christ will cover our sins. But the blood of Jesus Christ will not necessarily save us from sickness and from death. It won't cover the flu. The blood of Jesus will not cover a cold. It won't cover pneumonia or cancer or heart disease or the aging process. Even people who believe in the prosperity gospel, and I'm certainly not criticizing them, I notice that people who believe in the prosperity gospel, they still get 
grey and white hair. <laughs> they get wrinkles. They get sick and eventually they die. The ageing process is the result of sin. It will be cured when Jesus comes. The ultimate sickness is death. That the blood of Jesus will save me from my sins. God will completely heal us of every sickness when Jesus comes. Until then, we will need doctors and nurses and hospitals. I'm proud to belong to a church that believes in hospitals. Adventists are leaders in hospitals. Uh, The Newsweek magazine has come out with an evaluation of the best hospitals around the world. I'm proud to say that the Sydney Adventist Hospital, I know it well. I used to be the pastor of the Wurunga Church on the campus of that hospital. It's just been rated as one of the best hospitals in the world is concerned, particularly with regard to the treatment of cancer. As a Christian, I don't believe in just praying for people. I believe in hospitals. I believe in medicines. First uh, John chapter 1, 7 and 8 says, If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. When we believe truly in Christ, we are cleansed from our sins by the blood of Christ. But we may still get sick. And unless Jesus comes soon, we most certainly will die. I know of a young lady who attended a huge church in Sydney. This huge church has heaps and heaps of wonderful people, believes in the prosperity gospel. This young woman happened to get cancer. They told her she was under the curse of God because she had cancer. They said, if you truly believe in Christ, if you truly believe in God, you won't get disease, you won't get cancer. Of course, this is not the teaching of Scripture. The saints do get sick and the saints do die. As a pastor, I've taken funerals for hundreds and hundreds of the saints of God. Even prosperity gospel people get sick and they die. And they go to hospitals and have heart transplants also. I know of it. I know it's true. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 42, and onward says, So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. But this I say, brethren, verse 50 to 52, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet shall sound. And the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Would you like to know when we're going to be free of sickness and disease and death? 
It's not when you become a Christian. It's when Christ returns. There's going to be the great getting up morning, the saints of God who've, who've died with their faith in Christ and been washed in the blood of Christ. They're going to come alive. They're going to get up and they're going to live for eternity. But until Jesus comes, we will have to deal with sickness and suffering and death. But God is with us. Have you lost friends to COVID-19? In the United States of America, where we've lived for 35 years, since this terrible COVID outbreak, I've lost two close friends, both healthy people. And in India, we operate a ministry, a ministry to help people through the healing arts and through the preaching of the gospel of Christ. We thank God for the Indian nation. We love India. But of our friends who support us in our ministry, we have lost 15 friends and supporters. 15, yes. This is not a fake. COVID-19 is real. Why do Seventh-day Adventists specialize in healthcare? because they have a passion to share the love of Christ. They believe that they can demonstrate the love of Christ through the healing arts. And that's why we Adventist Christians or Christian Adventists, that sounds better, doesn't it? That's why we Christian Adventists have, have hundreds of hospitals around the world. We have 50 uh, hospital campuses in the United States of America with some of the best hospitals in the world. We do not believe in just praying for people and saying, hey, you're going to be okay. The blood of Jesus is going to wash away your COVID. No, we believe in the healing arts. Where can we find some Adventist hospitals? I'm proud to say that I've lived in the United States for 35 years, born and bred in Australia. So my heart is in both countries. <laughs> I'm torn between the two. and This is true with my family. But in Sydney, we have what is called the Sydney Adventist Hospital on the North Shore in the beautiful leafy suburb of Warunga. It is called by tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people call it the San. It used to be called the Sydney Sanitarium and Hospital. It was founded to be a place for the healing of the sick. It was founded by an, an American visionary, a woman with prophetic zeal. Her name was Ellen White. Some years ago, the Prime Minister of Australia and I were having a conversation. <laughs> he just come out of the Sydney Adventist Hospital. He said to me, knowing I was an Adventist Christian and a Christian Adventist, he said, Pastor Carter, these people at the Sydney Adventist Hospital have a calling and a mission. 
I said, yes, Prime Minister, we do. Our mission is to share the love of Christ through the healing arts of medicine. Are there Adventist hospitals in the USA? Well, you better believe it. <laughs> There's the great Florida hospital in the great city of Orlando. Uh, some say, some authorities say, it is the largest hospital in the whole of the United States of America. If you want to know the good hospitals, the good colleges, and the good universities, you don't go to people who just put out a, a, a bunch of propaganda. One good source, one good authority is US News and World Report. Check it out, my friend. US News and World Report. It says that the Florida Hospital, which is run by the Adventist Church, Advent Health, is the best and the finest hospital in the whole state, the great state of Florida. It also talks, USA News and World Report, that it is a leader in five or six specialties. It is one of America's leading and best hospitals. You see, Adventists don't just believe in praying for people. We believe in the healing arts. Uh, across the United States of America, the Adventist Church operates 50 hospital campuses and more than 1,200 outpatient clinics. And then, of course, we have in Loma Linda, uh, we have in California, uh, the Loma Linda University Medical Center. Why do we have these places? Why don't we just pray for people? Why don't we just say, get under the blood of Jesus and you won't have to worry? Because we believe as Christians in legitimate medical science. We believe in fighting COVID with legitimate medical science. We believe that God has given to us the gifts of healing and these can be best seen in hospitals through the hands of loving doctors and loving nurses. Does God always heal the sick? Does God always heal the sick? Yes, he does, always. God always heals the sick, but not in this lifetime. <laughs> the great healing, my friend, is still to come. I don't believe this idea that if you're under the blood of Jesus, you don't need to go and see the doctor or go to the hospital. I say once again, I am an Adventist Christian and a Christian Adventist, and we operate around the world one of the biggest hospital systems in the world. In the United States of America, we operate, glory be to God, the largest Protestant, not-for-profit hospital system right across the great United States of America. Does God always heal the sick? Listen to this text, Revelation 21, 1 to 4. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no more sea. 
Then I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. The day is coming when Jesus returns, when there's going to be no cancer, no COVID, no pandemics, none of these terrible diseases. No, no, no. And that is why we put our faith in Christ and believe in the coming of the Lord. Do you believe in the power of prayer? Yes, I do. Absolutely. I believe in the power of prayer. I believe that God in his sovereign wisdom and according to his graciousness on occasions intervenes supernaturally in the healing of the sick. I've seen it when we were in the great city of Odessa, in the great country of Ukraine. I was invited by some people who were coming to our meetings and we were taken to this Ukrainian hospital. There was a little baby in there that was dying. It had brain damage. Apparently there was no hope for this little baby. I was not allowed to go in. But this old babushka nurse, God bless her, brought the little baby out to me. And with some of the Russian Ukrainian pastors, we prayed for this baby. I had the privilege of holding this little baby in my arms. It showed no recognition. And in the name of Jesus, we gave this baby to God in prayer. Some days later, I was contacted by the loved ones and the medical authorities, and they said the baby was normal. This was an act of a sovereign God. This was, had nothing to do with us. It wasn't our power. It was the power of God. God sometimes intervenes and heals the sick. A man from Melbourne writes to us, while in lockdown, I feel myself sinking into a foggy state of depression. What can I do? We were living in the city of Thousand Oaks in Ventura County on the border of the great city of Los Angeles. Then the pandemic came and the government of Ventura said, you can't leave your home. Let me tell you what happened to us. We received a phone call from the government authorities. This is true. They said, we're calling to see how you're doing. We know you're no longer young. <laughs> we want you to know you're not alone. We're going to be sending you food. I said, no, don't send us food. We're okay. Beverly and I are soldiers. We're fine. They said, we're sending you food. A little while later, 
A car pulled up outside. It was a van. This gentleman came to the door wearing, of course, a mask because he was, he was smart. He didn't want to give us the virus. He didn't want to catch it from us either. And he said, we've got some boxes. I said, no, 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 give it. He said, no, we know you're no longer spring chickens. <laughs> Here are bananas and apples and there's yogurt and we got some eggs. Do you eat eggs? We know that you're vegetarians pretty much. And, and then he said, we're from the government. We're from the US government. And you need to talk to a pastor. I said, well, look, when Beverly wants to talk to a pastor, she talks to me. <laughs> they said, we're here to get you a pastor or a counselor. My friend, that's why I say God bless America. Where do you find this in any other part of the world where the government calls you and says, do you need a pastor? Do you need food? Do you need care? What we can do when we are in lockdown, we can reach out to people. We can take them food. We can pray with them. We can reach out on the internet. Beverly, last week, put up some remarks on the internet. 50,000 people saw it and responded and said, it has encouraged me. We need to reach out to people. We, we just don't give up and we just don't fall inside ourselves. Remember the words, never give up, never give up, never give up, the words of Winston Churchill. We must fight on and by the grace of God, we shall win the victory. What have you personally learned from the COVID-19 crisis? I've learned lots of things. I thank God for our doctors and our nurses. Some of the bravest people on the face of the earth. I saw my daughter, Julie, working until she was about to drop. Her husband, Keith. The doctors working, the nurses working around the clock. Outside many of the hospitals, they have trucks. What are the trucks there for? They're refrigerated trucks for the dead bodies. Don't tell me this is fake. It's real. So far as I'm talking to you, America has lost around 800,000 people. I've lost my friends. I've discovered that we have some wonderful, wonderful medical people. I've discovered that medical scientists are needed as never before, especially as we destroy the rainforests. I've discovered that most people are capable of great courage. Like the old man who stood outside the hospital, been married to his wife for 60 or 70 years, 70 years, she was dying. He's standing there through the night. I've discovered that love is much stronger than hatred. There's so much hatred in the world today but there's so much love that we need to treasure the moments. Time is like sand running through our fingers that Jesus is nearer and dearer 
than ever. He is our hope, our life, our redeemer. And I've discovered that we need to pray for our doctors and our nurses. And we need to put our eyes upon Christ because he said, I will never, never leave you or forsake you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Because of the current crisis in the Ukraine, spiritual programs have all but vanished. There's an overwhelming hunger for the Word of God, and to respond to this urgent need, the Carter Report has pledged to build a media center. There is a building in a safe part of Ukraine that needs to be finished. Lights, cameras, sound and editing equipment will be purchased and installed. This center will produce Bible studies and church services. Also, radio and Christian TV programs that can be viewed on digital devices. Here are a few of God's soldiers on the battlefield in Ukraine. Dear Pastor Carter and uh, your team, dear friends uh, who support us in this very challenging time for Ukraine, for us it's a big relief, huge encouragement that we can stay here and can dream about future steps in our mission to share gospel of Jesus Christ. We appreciate your prayer support. We appreciate your donations so much. We really dream that here in this place will be a very good uh, studio for Chernovsky, for Ukrainian at all, where we can share the gospel. Please continue to pray about us, about our team, about Ukraine, and we will pray for you. Thank you very much. These people are compelled to move forward in faith. Let us all, in God's grace, move forward with them. We are asking you, supporters of the Carter Report, to help heal the hearts of Ukrainians with the Word of God. Please send your contributions for the Ukrainian Carter Report Media Center to our website or to the address on the screen. They need peace. They need hope. They need the Word of God now. You can now find the Carter Report anywhere, anytime, on any Android or Apple device. Use your cell phone, tablet, computer, or TV to access the many inspirational messages from Pastor Carter 24-7. For Apple users, go to the App Store. For Android users, go to Google Play and download the free Carter Report app. The Carter Report also has an official YouTube and Vimeo channel. Search for The Carter Report and find the topic that speaks to you. Roku users, simply search for The Carter Report and download the app free. The same on Amazon Fire. For Apple TV, visit the App Store and download the app. Reach out to The Carter Report and experience the hope, faith, and love of Jesus Christ. For a copy of today's program, 
please contact us at P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. Or in Australia, contact us at P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. This program is made possible through the generous support of viewers like you. We thank you for your continued support. May God richly bless you.